Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese podcast. Start your engines. Initial job, jobless claims rocket above 1 million in the U.S. again. So who else is ready for the weekend? What's up, boys and girls? Welcome to HR's Most Dangerous Podcast, a.k.a. the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Checkered Flag Cheeseman. And this is Chad. I'm not throwing away my shot, so wash. And on this week's show, Google launches Cormo. Who? Huh? Hired Chul makes it rain and your workplace might be driving workers to porn strokes and we're not talking about the good kind of strokes and lawsuits get your sticky fingers off that sticky keyboard we'll be right back after paying off our whiskey habit nope nah not for me all these jobs look the same oh next this is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them face it We live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job Addex seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. What's up, Chad? <laughs> oh, it's been one of those weeks. Been gorgeous. I uh, got a got a chance to mow the lawn. I can't wait. To, after we're done with this, I'm going to go mow the rest of it. But you are mowing less lawn. Oh, you, just, you just know how to have fun on a Thursday, oh, don't you? I, yeah, mowing, I, that mowing yard. and then straight to my hammock. <laughs> 
Now you have an electric mower. Is there like a big battery that you plug into that thing? Do you plug the whole mower into the wall? How does that work? No, it's battery. You swap the battery out. So it comes with two batteries and okay. uh, it is, I, I would never go back to gas again. It's just, there's no reason. It is a much lighter mower. You don't need mm-hmm. like a self-propelled because it's so much lighter. It's quiet and uh, you don't have to worry about all the maintenance. I mean, I, I like messing around with little Briggs and Stratton's engines and whatnot, but I don't have yeah. time. I don't have time to fuck with that shit anymore. So, I mean, it's just easy. You pop in a battery, you go do your thing, and then you pop it in the charger and you're good to go. All right. So, yeah, we uh, we put in a concrete patio extension in our backyard. Uh, we have a deck, but we wanted, we wanted more space to, you know, cook shit. And uh, there's a tree where we can sit under the shade and put a little uh, fire pit addition in there somewhere. And which is perfect timing because, uh, as many know, uh, the Indy 500 in our area is is happening. Um, It'll be very surreal because there will be no one in the stands. Yes. But the actual race is happening. So in our parts of the world, it's a nice time to pull out the the big screen outside, get the PBR in the cooler, get some grill marks on some burgers and have a good time. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. Amen. 500 usually happens in May, but obviously COVID fucked that all up. They thought they were going to be able to get people in the stands in a social distancing type of a way. <laughs> and they were smart. They were really smart to pull back on that. So uh, it not it's going to be great because we'll be able to obviously watch it on TV. We're lovingly calling it the empty Annapolis 500 this year, <laughs> apparently. But yes, it is normally blacked out here locally, so we can actually watch it this year, which is cool. Excellent. Excellent. So shout outs, as we're talking about sports, let's stick mm-hmm. with the sports theme. Uh, the Washington football team, that's what they're currently called. Yeah. They hired Jason Wright to become the first black president in NFL history. Wright won't be involved in the football side of uh, the business like his his uh, predecessor was. Yep. Rather, he's going to focus only on the business side, including operations, finance, sales, and marketing. Uh, and uh, Coach Ron Rivera, obviously, is going to do the rest of it. He's going to report directly to Mr. Dan Schneider. Wright was a, was a running back at Northwestern. He played for the yep. 49ers, the Falcons, the Brownies. And uh, cards before going to get his MBA and uh, and taking some time over at McKinsey. So that's a, that's a big win for NFL football, and uh, it's about damn time. Yeah, big big win, f- and so brave for a, a, an industry that's like eighty plus percent black. It's about to time. actually have an executive in the uh, in the C suite. So brave, so brave, Washington. <laughs> Way to go! Um, shout out to our buddy Tim Hawk. What? I don't know if he's been on the show, made maybe a a surprise guest appearance somewhere at a conference, but he is now at NAS, uh, the ad agency that was, I believed, acquired uh, fairly recently. So Mm -hmm. they're actually hiring people. What the hell's going on with that? Uh, Tim, my only advice to you, stay as far away from Matt Adam as possible. (laughs) Matt will help you with your naps, though. So that that might be uh, if you want to increase your nap game or get better at your nap game, Matt can help you with that. Uh, Big shout out to Ania Smith, who is the new CEO of TaskRabbit. She is uh, formerly from Uber Eats. 
Airbnb, uh, and now you know, obviously, TaskRabbit gets that. She she was head of operations uh, for host services at Airbnb, and then director with the position she just left, and head of courier operations over at Uber. None of those positions are easy, people. <laughs> And she is replacing a black woman who we talked about yes. uh, who got the job in 2013, Stacy Brown Philpot. So we were wondering who would replace her. Uh, and it's another woman. So shout out to TaskRabbit. I've actually I've actually used TaskRabbit recently for the first time. Uh, I mentioned my grill. We got a new one. And yeah. I, I looked at the directions and said, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> and I got I, I like I said, if they can put together an Ikea couch, they can put together a grill. So I, I called up called up Zach, messaged Zach, and he came over in an, about, about an hour and a half, put together my grill. So I'm a believer in TaskRabbit. If you haven't used it, check it out. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, big, big shout out to Jerome Tiernick and Smart Recruiters. Uh, they, they've just put out. Manifesto of sorts. Is it a manifesto? Yeah. So <laughs> Smart Recruiters recognizes the existence of white privilege and the impact of systemic racism against black, indigenous, and people of color. So therefore, they've published their plan to become an anti-racist force in the recruiting mm-hmm. market. So big kudos to Jerome and Hell team yeah. for laying that out. Now, here's here's the big thing. We're going yep. to do exactly what you want us and need us to do, Jerome. We're going to hold your feet to the fire. And the very first thing is uh, it was interesting because last week somebody passed over a staff photo and they've got a pretty large staff and uh, it is pretty Caucasian. So I think <laughs> job one, Jerome, is uh, let's go ahead and get some balance in that staff. First and foremost, yep. let's do that. Amen to that. And speaking of balance, uh, I, I have to make a huge apology. Huh? Uh, Abby Cheeseman, no no <laughs> relation whatsoever. Uh, maybe maybe down the line, her husband and I are are, uh, are related somewhere. But we forgot her birthday. So dag dag nabbit, Abby. We're sorry. Happy birthday to you. Uh, keep trucking there uh, in Chicago where you are, and I uh, hope you had a. a few pieces of cake and a few shots of whiskey. I will own some of that because obviously I, I missed it as well, but I think you should own more because you share the same last name. Oh, no question. <laughs> so no question. My, my, my last shout out goes to Patrick Sheehan, the CEO of Circa. He was just on the podcast earlier this week. Yep. Much like we just were talking about Jerome, we pressed him hard on being transparent uh, with staff stats and hiring on the diversity side of the house. If you're going to do this, and this is a big focus, let's say, for mm-hmm. companies in the diversity space, if you are not actually being transparent with your staff composition and diversity numbers, then why the fuck should anybody use you. And Patrick said, yes, we will accept that challenge. So we'll definitely keep his feet to the fire, much like the rest of the industry that say that we are balanced and we're non-biased and blah, blah, blah. We, I get that. I, I, I appreciate that. Now fucking show me, let's do this. (laughs) <laughs> and speaking of feet to the fire, a quick shout out to Steve Bannon, uh, former <laughs> Trump advisor who was arrested today for some uh, scam that he perpetrated, apparently, to make some money off of uh, poor souls that wanted to build a wall in Mexico. Steve, 
I hope you enjoy your cell and it's warm and cozy. Uh, <laughs> last shout out from me real quick. Our buddies at Camino uh, announced a big partnership this weekend with the American Advertising Federation. Uh, we're talking almost 50,000 strong of uh, advertising professionals that can be on the Camino platform. Uh, Ryan Gill, Cindy Saunier uh, and team. Congratulations. Good on you. Yeah. Mike Germano. I mean, we, we should get those guys on the podcast because I know their whole space is just blowing up with uh, another million plus this week uh, added to the unemployment roles. These are the types of platforms that we really need to highlight and focus on because I believe they are the platforms of the future. So this this just came across uh, my message, uh, message wire. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my sister who is now engaged. <laughs> oh, nice. Where's the applause? So, yes. Bro, yeah, applause. My sister does not listen to the show, but uh, holy shit, I just got a picture of a big ring. Uh, uh, that came across uh, my iMessages. So in addition to that, shout out to my wife, who's uh, celebrating another trip around the sun Ooh. on Monday. Uh, wow. What a way to wait a way to close shout outs for me. I very nice. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to jump into events real quick. So August 27th, people at 2 p.m. Eastern. It's a recruitment hackers event put on by Talk Push, our friends over at Talk Push. Uh, I'm going to be a part of it around optimizing recruitment for the remote workforce. Going to have my buddy Jen Terry Tharp's going to be there, and uh, yeah, it should be it should be a blast. So if you want to check it out, you want to register, go to recruitmenthackers.com events to register not not.com not.org not.gov <laughs> it's recruitment hackers dot events check it out nice and uh, events for me uh wednesday of this of this week uh stood in in the uh, the job vite summer to evolve series oh, yeah. uh, i was on uh, with jeff roars their cmo how'd that go joe pulitzi uh it was it was three clevelanders talking about uh the browns season mostly <laughs> and whether or not there would be a season but but we also found time to talk about Content marketing, uh, how to sort of marry uh, marketing with with TA. It was a nice extension of the stuff that we've talked about um, at the cult gathering mm-hmm. and our cult uh, cult brand series. So yeah, if uh, if you missed that, go to jobbyte.com. I don't know if it's online yet, uh, but it certainly should be soon. If it's not, they can just check out yours until mine goes online. Yeah, summer to evolve.com. Uh, mine's up there. Joel's is up there. Uh, did you talk about podcasts at all? That's content. It was on our list. We didn't even get to it. We spent so much time on like <laughs> be number one. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's you know, there's this thing called just text that that people are still into, and we we uh, talked about that for yeah. 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Excellent topics. Google what? in the news. Again? Check it out. I didn't even know this is going on. So we know Google for jobs. We know the search API. We know Hire was shut down yep. uh, last year, but they're, they're still doing it. So they announced uh, this week, Google launches an app called Cormo. That's K-O-R-M-O in India. So they're expanding their recruitment app called Cormo Jobs. 
in the second largest country in the world. Uh, this was previously available in Bangladesh and Indonesia. Korma Jobs helps users find and apply for entry-level roles. Google previously offered a regional job search feature known as JobSpot within Google Pay, uh, but that is now being wind down in favor of Cormo. So the question, should we be anticipating Cormo in a local market near you with a Google Jobs application that that is going to put the fear in indeed for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know that India will have the same antitrust issues that the US or, or U- Europe will. Yeah. So they originally had a jobs function in Google Pay in India. And India is, is a very mobile country, as I'm sure most listeners know. Uh, sure. And they're trying to help those individuals pay with more than just cash. So that's where Google Pay was big. And then they they had jobs in it as well. Apparently, the jobs function was going so well, they broke it out into Cormo. Uh, and then mm-hmm. a couple of companies, one named Zomato and Dunzo, who are online delivery services for groceries and medicines and so on and so forth. They posted more than 2 million verified jobs on the platform, like right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I, I think this is going to be a good play for Google in markets that uh, that aren't as regulated, let's say, as the United States. It looks like a pretty cool app. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you discover like it, it recommends jobs. You can apply for jobs, at least some of the, the easier applications through the app. Yeah. But I don't. I just personally, I don't see that coming here. Probably agree with that. I think the Google for Jobs is going to continue to be their uh, their platform here in the states and probably much of the of the world. I think that it it definitely showcases the fact that Google gives a shit about yeah, this stuff. They do, um, and I think anything anything more important is sort of you know just conversation. We continue to talk about Facebook, Google still sort of tinkering in this space and trying to get it right. You just can't deny the kind of numbers and and strength and resources that those companies have. So you got to keep your eye on this. So yeah, I think it's just, it just showcases that uh, Google gives a shit and we got to keep watching what they're doing. And I think this is another shot and in the article actually referred to it at LinkedIn. We talked about last week with Google cards and Google cards. And that was India too. Yeah. And in perspectively becoming a, a LinkedIn factor in India. Uh, now applying this whole jobs, this Cormo jobs piece, yeah. this is, I mean, it's it's an inter- interesting dichotomy of how they're coming at the same problem instead of LinkedIn being a social or a social professional network with jobs in it. Google's coming yeah. at the, the social network more at as a search functionality. Hey, you want to be found. You want people to be able to find you. Use the largest search engine in the world to be able to do so. Google, yada, yada, yada. And then over here, you're used to using this whole pay app. Well, guess what? You'd love the jobs piece. We can do more with this new this new jobs app. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see where it goes next. Bangladesh, India, um, what countries will allow this to happen is really, I think, the, the biggest question. Yeah, and could it evolve into a you know, payment structure where you go to work on the app, you get paid on the app, your card is updated through all that stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So do all these streams start to to cross and then cats and dogs living together in India? I guess we'll have to find (laughs) out, but it certainly is interesting for sure. Well, the delivery structure like in India is amazing. Uh, I've I've actually read stories uh, about 
how their lunches are delivered every day, uh, how medicines, how groceries, I mean, how everything is delivered through some of these different apps and then being able to ensure that that individual is paid after the delivery is confirmed. I I like your idea where the whole pay could actually come through Google and once again, Mm -hmm. owning that entire process. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, banking is different in other parts of the world. And yeah. if Google could kind of own that whole system, that's, that's pretty smart. Yeah. want to outflank Facebook. That's for sure. Fuck you, Facebook. Anyway, hire tool in the news this is week. Is it hire tool? Is it hire tool? I mean, hire the, tool. Yeah. The way it's that hi- it's, I think it's hire tool is just like, it's, <laughs> I, I see where they're going here. It's hire and then T-U-A-L as in like virtual mm-hmm. hire, virtu- hire tool. I, hire I don't tool. know. Yeah. Hire tool. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. If it was two U's, I think there wouldn't be a computer. <laughs> It'd be like hire tool. It'd be like jewel, like yeah. this, this, the cigarette. Uh, so anyway. Good call. Good so call. anyway, uh, they raised $13 million, uh, $23 million total, uh-huh. uh, according to a TechCrunch article. In comparison uh, to their competition, SeekOut ra- has raised $8 million and Hiring Solved uh, raised $4 million. So these guys have almost raised twice uh, what those two guys have done. The raise came in through a, a Chinese venture capital firm. I'll let you just uh, make up your own mind on what that what that means. <laughs> uh, you can check out the actually the the VC site is funny. It, it has a a picture of the Great Wall of China with an American a bald eagle like flying around the the Great Wall. So they've they've kind of covered their bases uh-huh. on that politically. But anyway. Um, it looks like they're going to use some of the money to kind of pivot hiring solve style into more of a tool with uh, companies, ATSs and CRMs. As we know, the whole public profile uh, business is, is pressured with commoditization as well as privacy issues. But good on them. This should give them a lot of runway to uh, to grow this thing out. Yeah. Well, in last week, we talked about Mocha, M-O-K-A, and yep. the, again, China getting into the HR space. Now, that was more of an indigenous uh, type of technology where this is, uh, I, I wouldn't say American technology, but I would say it's technology that that emanates uh, from this country. So yeah, we're seeing more Chinese uh, influence, I guess you could say, in the yep. HR space. Yep, the B2B space. And also, additionally, uh, the company HireTool has 85 employees. Uh, I don't know how many SeekOut has, but I, I think Hiring Solved has 20 to 30. Um, and they're looking to hire uh, have 100 employees total by the end of 2020. So we're going to see a lot of growth growth from those guys. Yeah, it's a rough space though. I mean, if you think about it, we, we've seen opening.io was acquired by Isom's. Yep. Uh, Jobvite just did a matching aqua hire. I mean, they bought the company, but really the company was a guy. Uh, yep. This way, global. They just uh, did an integration with Salesforce, which is a—you have to say—it's good movement, right? But nothing, I think, thus far uh, compares to. And we're a little biased, but Chad and yeah. G sponsor Sovereign, who is probably <laughs> the most solid business model we've seen in this space. Been around For forever. Sure. Uh, they, sure. I mean, they're like they're like the Intel inside you. You don't know that Sovereign is actually powering shit. But most of those sites that are out there, the parsing, the matching, the scoring, those types of things is, is actually mm-hmm. Sovereign. So it's interesting how all of these other brands are out there. They're really pressing their brand to the market, kind of like B2B style or so a Sovereign, but they're doing it more from vendor to vendor. 
Yeah, sovereign sovereign's too busy with their money making printing press <laughs> to uh, to worry about too much of this other stuff. And by the way, Hire Tool is is partnered with like everybody. I mean, the most <laughs> obscure ATSs. So that smart, they're definitely hedging their bets on on who's going to buy them by integrating with everybody they possibly can. Yeah, I believe the pivot. In much like Scott uh, Sean said mm-hmm. uh, during the feature Rama, they trained their AI on public data. And then they took all of that learning and started to point it to the database and the applicant tracking system. And I think that's one of the smartest things you can do, because if you go into a company and say, look, how much money did you actually spend on acquiring candidates over the last three years? Just Mm -hmm. let's do that calculation. Why are you allowing those people and that data to atrophy? You've probably spent tons of money to acquire the same person six to 10 times. Why don't you just use tech on the money that you've already spent? Yeah. Do you ever think about Uncommon and wonder what could have been? Oh, God, yes. I mean, (laughs) if they weren't weren't burning a million dollars a month, I mean, and let's be be real here. I mean, those guys were incredibly smart, but I think the arrogance many companies or or many, many individuals come into this space, especially from marketing or some of the bigger, the bigger space. And, and, and they've had, they had over a billion dollars in exits already. So it was like very cocky. They had money. Uh, We're just going to rip this shit up and, 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 you know, get acquired again. It's, it's an entirely different space. And I think that is, that, that is a, a great example of what you can't, do and obviously doing 10 pivots in an 18 month time frame doesn't help either. I quote Tom Petty who said the waiting is the hardest part. <laughs> job list is in the news. Uh yeah, you've never heard of them before, but yeah. uh they are a job board, I guess technically. Uh, they were built out of the Wilbur Labs, a San Francisco-based startup studio, uh, which then invested a whopping $4 million in the company. After making its soft launch last year, Joblist li- job has been quietly gaining traction, according to the company, already powering over 500,000 job applications. It's not your traditional job board where you search in a box. It's kind of fill out this profile and they'll magically match you with jobs already in their system. It's not quite clear to me where those jobs are coming from, but I'm hard pressed to say they're probably not selling job postings to fill their database. Yeah, I, there's a million different ways they can get jobs. Uh, the, what, what I find interesting <laughs> is the article actually says 58% of people describe the job search process as lonely and or isolating. <laughs> Joblist addresses these problems in two ways. First, by offering a more customized search experience that is uh, short, quiz-like, and then second, by introducing collaboration to the job search process. So what little Johnny can do is little Johnny can go in, (laughs) can take the test and then get like a, a list served up. Then they can do like the little favorites thing. Then you can share all of this. It's like yeah. it's like crowdsourced job search. So you can share it with mom because mom wants little Johnny out of the basement and share yeah. it with dad and your cousins and say, hey, let's all together help little Johnny get a job. Is the word gamification anywhere in the uh, the, the release? Because it needs to be. Yeah, I was going to say I don't see it. I see uh, I see quizzes oh. and and things like that. But gamification would be good, and probably virtual reality. That would be good. Ooh, 
<laughs> yes. QR codes at job list, everybody. Let's get excited. Let's get excited. Uh, in the uh, the rumor mill this week, yes. uh, some confirmed, some not. We have some movement uh, at Maya and hiring solved. What do we know there? Yeah. So let's let's get into the hard game of uh, obviously what what hiring solved is doing. It's it's not easy. Obviously, we've seen matching organizations like the Intellos, like the Uncommons. You can have plenty of money, uh, but your strategy and your focus means everything. And I think uh, from hiring soft standpoint, they, they have made a couple of pivots. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still pretty bullish on them, they've had to they've had to cut some heads. Was it what was the percentage? I can't remember. So as of as of today, this is Thursday when we when we record. Uh-huh. Uh, we know for sure there have been layoffs. We we believe them to be significant. Right. Our friend of the show, Jeremy Roberts, uh, has already posted on social media that he has uh, let go and that he's looking for other opportunities. Certainly, if you're looking for uh, someone with Jeremy's abilities, which are many, uh, give him a shout if you have an opening. Oh, yeah. But my, my guess is how these things go. And you and I have seen these a lot of times throughout the years is that shit's going to start leaking and then it's going to start pouring out. We've reached out to the company for comment. So at this point, I would say we've definitely got some movement at Hiring Solved. Uh, we're getting confirmation and hopefully a statement from the company. And we'll we'll most likely get uh, some leakage about information, what's going on. So if you know anything, uh, give us a shout at chadcheese.com. Otherwise, I'd say uh, stay tuned for a shred maybe early in the week or tomorrow. Uh, in regards to what exactly is going on at Hiring Solved. Uh, Maya is interesting, uh, some movement there. We actually had the CEO reach out to us, uh, which was a total class act. Yes. Uh, by the way, and tell us about some, some people, some people that we had we had uh, communicated with and and been connected to uh, in marketing uh, for sure uh, had been let go. A new person was taking over, so very likely there's been some reorganization at Maya as well. These layoffs and and sort of actions around COVID and less hiring going on uh, kind of filtered up top with your zip recruiters, your bigger organizations, your LinkedIn's. And now it looks like those layoffs are funneling down to these smaller, uh, more nimbler tech organizations, which maybe hope they could wait it out, uh, but apparently cannot. And they need to uh, make some hard decisions as well. Yeah. And it seems like uh, Al and team are, I don't want to say pivoting, but they're going to provide a lot more focus and pressure on the revenue generation side of the house as a couple of the individuals that they've brought in are pretty high level, but they are really just focused on uh, customer success, uh, sales strategy, revenues, those types of things. And that's what you need, especially in these times to keep fueling things, right? You either get more funding, but being able to actually fuel your own growth, uh, that's 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 even bigger. So stay tuned on those. And talking about fueling uh, growth, let's take a break uh, here from Jobvite and we'll talk about creepy tech. Yikes. This summer, Jobvite wants you, you and you to join hundreds, thousands, millions Okay, maybe just thousands of recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition professionals. For a summer you won't soon forget. It's Jobvite Summer to Evolve. The Summer to Evolve is a 12-week series of free content to help recruiters brush up on their skills. Learn from industry thought leaders. And see how technology can help them improve, automate, 
and evolve their recruiting efforts. There will be a chance to share tips and ideas with your peers. And we may even have some surprises for you along the way. I love surprises. So visit thesummertoevolve.com to register for the Summer to Evolve sessions that suit your needs. Pique your interest. Or float your boat. Because starting June 16th, it's the summer to evolve the way you attract, engage, hire, onboard, and retain talent. Jobvite. Recruit with purpose. Hire with confidence. All right. So we got implants that track uh, employees. We've got all kinds of things that creep the fuck out of us. Yeah. Uh, and this week we had some more tech that creeps the hell out of us. This is fucking Purdue here in Indiana. <laughs> Fucking Purdue, a pair of computer scientists from Purdue University are leading a controversial new four-year study using AI-enabled surveillance to track recently released prison parolees, citing U.S. Department of Justice data indicating more than 80% of parolees are likely to be arrested again within nine years of their initial release. The pair say, the pair of Purdue dudes say the Mm -hmm. goal of this research is to better understand what the factors lead to a person reoffending. Yep. What the, I mean, really? They, they, how do we, we know this already, but yet they want to put ankle bracelets and phones in their pocket that track them. I believe it's wrist bracelets. Let's get it right. Okay, Let's my get bad. it right. Uh, so, so yeah, they, this, this is pretty creepy. Uh, you have to wear a bracelet. I guess they can require this because your your rights pretty much go to hell if you've ever been arrested. Not that I can speak to this. Uh, by the way, if you haven't watched the Netflix uh, documentary 13, is that what it's called? Yeah, do it. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, watch it. Um, do it. So, so, yeah, so you wear this bracelet. Uh, they know your phone. So they're going to track your heart rate, uh, how stressed you are, locations, and even like pictures that you're taking on your phone to to create like trends on, oh, you're trending toward criminal behavior or, okay, you're being a good boy or girl. Uh, we'll, we'll let you go about your business. This is some really creepy ass shit. I don't know why anyone would do this of their own free will, but I, and I also don't know if they can make you do it just because you're a former felon. I guess they could do it as part of sort of the ankle bracelet home arrest kind of thing oh, where rollies. Yeah. Yeah, parolees, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. you're in, instead of the meeting with parolee, you're going to wear this tech, and we're going to track you that way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's creepy shit, and rolls right into sort of our other creepy story was uh, the facial recognition in terms of being able to better, I guess, uh, trace facial recognition. Uh, although it's it's being rebranded as facial analysis. Because facial recognition is too scary for people. Uh, but it historically has been bad with people of color. Surprise, surprise, it's getting better. Um, and now they're going to be better able to market to people of color, better able to uh, to track you within stores. And of course, this bleeds over into biased recruiting and being able to facial recognize candidates better and, of course, bring bias into the recruiting process. I'm sure you have an opinion on this technology. Yeah, this is what they call racial recognition, not facial recognition. Cute. This is not where we should be going with technology. And I know they're trying to couch this in um, saying that, you know, we are using AI to scan photos 
to be able to see uh, skin tone and what color lipstick they're wearing so that mm-hmm. we know if we're seeing uh, the same the same shade of lipstick on darker uh, skinned women, then we'll go ahead and we know to do that. And from my standpoint, that's all bullshit because Mm -hmm. you know what's flying off the shelf. Okay. You you know what's going off the shelf. You know what inventory is being sold and what's not being sold. So most of what we're hearing is total bullshit. Now back to real quick, back to the whole ankle bracelet or wrist bracelet. Yeah. You know, this, the University of Washington AI researcher actually suggested that the underlying premise of the new study that these people are doing at Purdue seems to ignore decades of work investigating recidivism, um, saying that social and economic reasons behind recidivism are well understood and it is unclear exactly why and what the hell this new relation, this new realization would yep. gather by any kind of surveillance. So tying these two together, I think it is total and utter bullshit that they're saying that, well, this is going to help companies with marketing. This is going to help us with recidivism. Mm-hmm. Who was actually funding this research? Because this is playing right into the CCA, the the, the Corrections Corporation of America's hands. Yeah. It, it just, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And I think I'm reminded you, you hammer a lot about transparency um, in algorithms and AI and, and, the sort of pre-screening tools that we have and being really transparent on, on what that algorithm is. And when we look at, uh, you know, racial recognition, uh, and other recognition technologies where we can determine gender, age, race, um, even attractiveness, um, according to the story, you know, how does that play into the algorithm and does it, and are we teaching the algorithm based on some of those biases? I think it's a really dangerous trend. Yeah, and why should it? I mean, none yeah. of it makes any sense. I, it, again, it, we know that recidivism happens because of economic pressures. If if I get out of work, and I in every application I have to check a box that says that I've, I I was a convicted felon, then guess what? I'm probably not going to get the job. And if I don't get the job, then I can't pay my bills. And if I can't pay my bills, how the fuck can I feed my family or any of that? I mean, I'm going to go back to what I did before. I'm going to have to find a way to get money so that me and my family can survive. So being able to say that I have a phone in my pocket and that's going to help me or I have an ankle or wrist bracelet that that's going that's all total bullshit. We know the reasons behind it. All right. I'm going to I'm going to go to an ad and let you breathe a little bit. And when we come back, we're going to have a nice, fun, funny story for us to close out the week. Okay. We'll be right back. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. All right. Strokes should never be funny, but this is as close as a funny stroke can possibly get. All right. So this is out of Australia where all crazy shit happens. Yes. Uh, so there's, a, there's an uber Christian organization called the Family Voice of Australia. 
And they had an employee uh, whose last name was Boyker, which is kind of funny in and of itself, depending I, on, you know. I, I was suspect of this whole story because of that last name. <laughs> Boyker. I hardly even know her. Anyway, uh, the company was ordered to pay Boyker two years of weekly compensation uh, payments due to the impact of worker anxiety on his stroke. But tell him, Chad, why he had a stroke on the job. Because he was jerking off the porn. <laughs> it was, it, uh, and, it, I mean, so uh, he was, the dude, the dude was so, yeah. so stressed. And here's the thing is that, you know, he said that, you know, he uses porn to de-stress. So therefore, <laughs> so therefore I don't understand how porn is the reason why he had a damaging stroke. I think it was more back to the demoralizing atmosphere and they just thought they would pull porn into the story to to be able to discredit him, right? You know, hey, you're you're watching porn. You're looking for a Christian organization. This to me, the whole Boyker, uh, this sounds sounds a story we're going to hear in a couple of maybe years and it's going to be Mike Pence. I mean, homeboy was only 47 years old. I mean, how yeah. intense do you have to be doing this to give yourself a stroke, my man? I yeah. mean, come on, bro. See, I don't get and it. This is this is the this is the best sitcom ever. Like, super Christian organization pays an employee who's beating off on the job and then has a stroke and blaze, blames the company because of stress on the job for doing it. Like, this just this boggles my mind and it's so hilarious and weird. And we're sorry that Boyker suffered a stroke. We hope that he he recovers from that. Yes. And can and can live to jerk again. And his guilt for doing something that is natural, let's just say that, is totally misplaced. So yes, he deserved the money. <laughs> Boyker, Chad, we out. we out. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.